What's that lurking outside? Tapping on your window, scratching at your back door. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends. It's good to see you made it back for another episode. Today, we're going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true cryptid encounters sent in by viewers just like you. This is episode number 50 of this series. It's a big milestone to hit, and I'm excited to share these stories. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share, send it in at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Hey Swamp Dweller, I want to start this off with some background. I was in my early 20s when this happened, so I was young and naive and believed in helping people as much as I could. I have learned from this experience that I need to be more careful who I help and I call a friend. So, as I said I was in my early 20s, I had just gotten married to my husband a year prior. When we got married, I decided I would move to his hometown, which is a population of 100 or so, if you count your pets. It was extremely small, and everyone truly knew everyone. My husband of course loves it out here because he has all his friends, a skip, jump, and a hop away. I, on the other hand, felt super lonely as I stayed home with my daughter while my husband works. There was nowhere close to go, not even a store without driving an hour and a half. So yeah, it's a whole other kind of lonely out here. I was desperate for a friend, so it was perfect when my husband's friend introduced me to his girlfriend. We instantly clicked and became super close. Shortly after, things became weird with my friend. We will call her Stevie. Stevie and her boyfriend's relationship turned toxic and got ugly, so naturally I invited her to live with me because she had nowhere to go. This is where my life started falling apart. After she moved in, everything seemed fine for a while. Then, weird things started to happen. It all started with what Stevie's mom told me. She told me that they were witches, and her mom did some sort of ritual that caused a creature to become attached to Stevie, and that it followed her causing problems wherever she went. I initially just thought this lady was off her rocker and ignored it, until I started having these dreams and sleep paralysis fits. It was bloody awful. I've never, ever felt so afraid of anything in my life. The dark thoughts, they were just petrifying me and made me too scared to even sleep most nights. Just when I thought it could not get any worse, it indeed got worse. My husband became super mean and angry for no reason. He never acted like this. He didn't even look like himself anymore. If you looked in his eyes, you could see the lights were on, but nobody was home. He scared me. At night, I would see shadows watching me out of the corner of my eye, and when I turned to look, they would be gone. Of course, I started talking about this to my friend, and she did not even seem surprised. She kind of just giggled at me, making me think I was losing my mind. One night, I had a dream about this creature. I don't really even know how to explain it. My friend's mom said this thing followed Stevie around. It was like this little ugly-looking leprechaun thing. I do not even know how else to explain it, so I'm sorry for that. It freaked me out so much, I decided to bring it up to my friend Stevie. And when I told Stevie about it, her mom, and the dreams, she just smiled and said, Yeah, it's true. It's a little goblin that is attached to me. I thought she was just messing with me. This was just too unreal to be true. I thought I was having a mental breakdown or something. 
Things only got worse from here. I have so many stories, but we will be here all year if I type them out, so I will try to sum it up the best way possible. Eventually, I met another girl that lived here. We will call her Lacey. I introduced Stevie and Lacey, and we all became very close friends and hung out all the time. Then, Stevie and Lacey started hanging out more without me, which was fine because I had my baby girl to take care of and loved my alone time with her. Stevie and Lacey started acting weird. The more they hung out, and it eventually became clear that Lacey was a witch too. Honestly, it did not really bother me. But, before I knew it, it was starting to raise some red flags. The way they acted made me pull back from them a bit. Whenever they were around, I started noticing my feelings of dread and anxiety would heighten, and so would the activity around my house. It got to a point that my daughter was so scared of her room, I had to switch her to the guest room. The one back room in my house was so dark, you could just feel a dark presence or something back there. It was like an oppressive heaviness, especially at night. It got so bad that I started spraying holy water everywhere and researching how to get rid of dark energies and creatures or cryptids or whatever. I was almost to the point that I wanted to call a priest to bless my house. One day, I was cleaning up and Stevie was not home. She always carried this notebook with her everywhere she went, but for some reason, she left it home that day. I'm not normally one to snoop, but my gut was screaming at me to open it, and when I did, I was horrified. There were spells in there, and black magic stuff along with a bunch of writings that did not make any sense. What scared me the most was the page of demons she wrote out, and I'm talking about the evilest ones from the Bible you could imagine, and these things were ugly looking. She was trying to summon a demon, or already summoned one, or some sort of creature. I did not know how to bring it up to her or how to confront her, but I could not believe she would do this in my house with my baby girl in it. My daughter was so scared of something that I could not see, and it was infuriating. I had enough at this point, so I went out to the back porch where Stacy and Lacey were, and I told them I was going to do my own blessing in that back room and cast whatever was in there out. Stevie instantly got nervous and called someone to talk on the phone, so she did not have to be a part of my blessings. I knew what she was up to since I read the book earlier, so I went and got a rosary that had been in my family for three generations, and I approached Stevie while she was on the phone. I put it on her neck, and as I did, she jerked back from me with the most hate-filled stare I have ever seen in my life. I calmly told her, Stevie, let me put this on you. She kept staring at me, so I said it again. Let me put this around your neck now. She then shook her head like she was snapping out of whatever trance she was in and let me put it around her neck. As I'm getting the room ready and all the things, I need to bless this room, Lacey comes in the room and offers to help me with the blessings. I told her that it's fine but just to be quiet because I need to do this myself. I start reading from the Bible. I did not know what the heck I was doing. I just opened it up to whatever page and started reading. I hung a scalpular above the window while this was happening because at some point, I thought it would help, I guess. As I am reading, I looked up and I see this scalpular slightly moving, so in my head I'm thinking it's working or whatever. As I continued to read on, I started stuttering and tripping on my words to the point that I could hardly read the Bible anymore. I did not know what was going on at this point. That is when Lacey steps up and says, Here, let me read it. For some reason, everything inside me said, Do not let her. So I just started talking out loud, telling the spirit it was not welcomed here, and it needed to leave. Anything evil here needs to leave now. Any creatures, demons, spirits, anything. 
After this, I leave the room and Lacey seems a bit frustrated with me. Stevie seems frustrated as well, and they both leave. I thought that was weird. I was uncomfortable with everything that happened anyway, so I cannot say I was not relieved when they left. I decided to go through Stevie's stuff, do not ask me why, but I did. I know it was wrong, but I'm glad I did. I let her keep everything in the back bedroom closet. It was like her own closet, so all of her clothes and everything she owned were in there. I started going through her stuff just to see what I could find in her suitcase. I found a bunch of used needles and drug paraphernalia. That was it for me. I threw all of her things in bags and tossed it outside. I burned her suitcase and the needles outside. Then I called her and told her to come get her stuff and I never wanted to see her or Lacey again. After she left with all her stuff, it was all gone. I never had any of those bad dreams anymore. The sleep paralysis thing was never there. I never saw these creatures anymore. And my daughter no longer was scared of her room. Anyways, thank you Swamp Dweller for sharing my story if you do. I really appreciate finally getting to vent about this. Me and a friend went to the woods to barbecue over a fire as we do every so often. I live in Stockholm and the woods we go to lie next to a lot of apartments. I have always been very into the Sasquatch and Bigfoot subject, and I just have a feeling that it's real. We have them here in Sweden, as well. What people refer to as trolls here seem to be the same thing as Bigfoot or Sasquatch in other areas. The same being, but different names. However, me and my friend went into the woods to a specific place we always go to when we make our fire, barbecue, and drink beer. After some time, when the fire was started, I grabbed a big stick, went to a tree, and knocked it hard three times. Ten minutes or so pass, and further into the woods, I see what seems to be an orb just appear and hover about three meters off the ground. I stare at it, and I think to myself that this is not a person with a flashlight or anything. The orb just hovered at the same spot, and then dissipated in front of us. I thought to myself, Weird stuff is about to go down. Some more time passes, and the darkness has fallen over the woods. My friend and I sit in front of the fire, and then suddenly, we're hearing weird, weird noises. My friend says, Do you hear that? I looked over the fire into the darkness and saw what looked like dark yellow eyes glowing in the darkness, staring directly at us. I said, Do you see those glowing eyes staring at us? Yes. He answered. That is not a human or an animal, I said, and he agreed. We stared at it for probably 30 seconds, when it suddenly moves away, almost floating, leaving no traces of any sound. All I could see were these yellow glowing eyes floating away. I was incredibly creeped out. Not more than a week later, we go back to that same spot and it's dark. The fire is lit when we suddenly hear a tree break from the woods. Thick tree breaks. It starts from the left and moves to the right and circles around us. The tree breaks keep moving around us and get closer and closer. They get quiet for a couple of minutes. Suddenly, 15 meters to the right of us, a big tree break echoes through the woods. And I say, holy crap, what the hell is that? And it gets eerily quiet again. Behind me and my friend, stood this five meter long tree and the fire was on a big rock maybe one meter above the ground. Suddenly, something appears behind us and smashes this tree with another branch. It sounds absolutely terrifying 
It made us jump like two meters back. This thing hit the upper part of the tree, which means that thing was huge and strong as hell. My friend turns on the flashlight and looks around. We see nothing, and it's quiet once more. The thing is, that when me and my friend walked around the woods, we were very loud, twigs breaking and tons of other sounds under our feet. But this thing moves fast and silently, but you could tell it was very, very large. I was scared as hell, so I left the woods. I liked the woods, but I got nervous and scared whenever I wander into the woods alone. One other time, when I was walking on a track, two stones came flying from above me and landed in front of me. I look up into the tree and see this transparent-shaped thing in the trees, and then it just disappears. Thank you, Swamp Dweller, for sharing my story. I don't know exactly what we encountered, but it does seemingly fit these Bigfoot stories I've heard on your channel in the past. Hey Swamp Folk, I need to take just a second to thank today's sponsor. The world in 2021 can feel like an unstable and dangerous place, but we can't live in fear. Taser is giving people the confidence to protect themselves by creating life-saving self-defense technology. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in the glove compartment or a purse. Yes, they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Guns carry unnecessary risk for you and those around you. And even pepper spray can harm you as much as an attacker. And it's often ineffective. Taser products are safer and easy to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Now, we hear a lot of scary stories on this channel with stalkers and creepy people. This is something that has saved more than 237,000 lives. Now, Taser devices are available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code SWAMPED. Save 15% now at taser.com promo code SWAMPED. Spelled T-A-S-E-R dot com promo code SWAMPED. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi Swamp Dweller, my name is Kylie. Growing up, I spent time living in a house in Mapleton, Utah that I believe was haunted or something. A lot of activity occurred in that house on a constant basis. Things like hearing all the dishes break and cupboard slamming, but yet, if you went into the kitchen, everything was intact. I believe the best stories though come from my older brother Kevin. One of those stories would begin with him sleeping downstairs. When he awoke, he felt paralyzed. Before his eyes was a white creature, unlike anything he had ever seen. Its hands were nailed down to the ceiling, along with its feet also being nailed to the ceiling. The creature looked nearly like a naked human, but emaciated and very wrong. All the limbs looked elongated, much too long for humans, and nearly all looked dislocated. The spine protruded from its back. The skin was pale but nearly like leather. The creature began to turn its head toward him. It turned its head completely backward to look at him. There were no facial features at all. Suddenly, its jaw began to move, and it looked as though the mouth had been shred open to allow the jaw to even open. But the jaw began to look as though it was dislocating itself as it eased its head and opened its jaw toward him as though it were trying to consume him. He quickly rolled off the bed 
and ran to the door, taking one look back before taking off. It began to twist its neck further to look at him and watched where he was going. He ran off upstairs to tell her mother. He did see it again afterward, but the second time he saw it, it was sitting in his closet in a fetal position, simply watching, staring at him. He never slept in that room again. The strangest part about the story is when I was sleeping in the living room next to it, I had dreamt about some people in my family who have died. They were warning me that bodies had been buried within the walls and we needed to leave the house. I always think about this when I remember this house because I encountered this creature myself before I ever knew about my brother's story. I thought for years it was just a child imagination, seeing an eerie creature under my mother's bed until he had told me that story. I would love to know in the comments if anybody has any idea what this creature is and what it wants. To start the story off, I am a 29-year-old man, and three times a year, I head up to Georgia so I can go into the mountains to camp, fish, and have a great time. But after my last trip, I doubt I will ever go again. I had been super excited the week before. I was to head up to Georgia, and when the day finally came, I could have died with happiness. I loaded up my dog Buddy and all my gear and started the trip. About an hour into my trip, I saw a road that I've never been on before. I decided to take an hour to look around and go back to the main road. I lost track of time and before I knew it, the sun was setting. I grabbed my gear and buddy and we hiked about 10 minutes before finding a nice clearing in the forest. I set up camp and looked around. I saw a small man-made trail leading into the dark trees and decided that me and buddy needed a walk. I grabbed my walking stick buddy's leash, and headlamp, and we decided to head onto the trail. I knew something was wrong when I couldn't hear a single insect or animal. Me and buddy stopped at a little creek when I saw something terrifying. Two eyes reflecting from my headlamp. This thing was really tall, like six or seven feet, and the eyes were too big to be human. My dog is usually very protective of me, but instead of barking or doing something, he whimpered and peed on my leg. I've never seen him act like this before. He's seen bears and has scared off mountain lions, but he's never peed like this. As Buddy kept whimpering, I felt terrible, like this thing hated me and it could rip me to shreds if it wanted to. Then, it made the scariest noise I have ever heard. It sounded like a maniac screaming. Me and my dog bolted back to our camp. In our camp, I could still hear this thing. Needless to say... I was not staying here. I packed up the camp as quickly as I could and Buddy stood watch. We ran back to my truck and got the heck out of there. I went straight home and didn't sleep at all that night. Later on, I looked on the internet of what could have made this noise. Nothing really came close to it. I really don't know what's going on out there, but something weird is in the woods of Georgia. For some background, I live in the California foothills. My parents and I moved into this house from the city in late 2017, after it had been sitting empty for over a year. The day we moved in, my mother and I arrived first to clean while my father and brother drove the moving truck. Right off the bat, I was uneasy. 
but I tried to write it off. The property felt heavy. It's the only way I can describe it. Some people on here describe the feeling of being watched inside their homes, but I had that feeling any time I stepped outside. We were going to sweep and mop the floors, dust the baseboards and windowsills. When I started noticing this white granular powder all along the baseboards and the windowsills and even the doorways, I immediately told my mother, who told me not to worry about it and sweep it up. By the time I had swept up every room and cleaned off the windowsills, I was certain it was salt, and a lot of it. But fine, whatever. The people that lived there before me must have been superstitious. Okay, I can live with that. We unpacked the truck over the next week or so. I was setting up my room when the next bizarre event started happening. It was knocking on windows. Always quick raps that sounded like someone knocking with their knuckles. It would happen so often, on all the windows in the house, but when you would turn, no one would ever be there. You'd go outside, and no one would be around the house. This only escalated over time. My brother and I would walk the dogs around the property. They were older, small dogs who were always good and very calm, except for when they were outside at this new house. They would growl, puff out, and get extremely agitated. They hated being outside. Then, when we started finding animal carcasses all around, we knew something was wrong. They were always small creatures. Rats, toads, bats. The biggest we ever found was a rather fat raccoon. The animals had always been gutted. A single, deliberate line down their torso, starting at their chest and ending at their rear. No internal organs were ever left. It's like they were eaten from the inside out. They looked practically mummified, like something had sucked the fluid and blood and organs right out of them. It was one of the most bizarre and brutal things I had ever seen. My brother would stay up late in his room on his computer every single night. He liked the game with his friends until the early morning hours. He does not spook very easily, but on more than one occasion, I would wake up to find him shaking me awake, terrified, saying something massive on two legs was walking around outside his bedroom window, which he would typically have open at night. He said it would walk up to his bedroom window, stop, and when he would look toward the sound, he could hear it scrambling away. I never saw it myself with my own eyes, and I guess neither did he technically, but the motion lights outside would be activated every single time, leading to the woods near the back of our property. I know what you're probably thinking. All of this could be explained away rationally. Maybe there's a crazy person living in the woods, some neighbor messing with us for whatever reason. Well, then the banging started. I tried to tell myself that it was just something like that too. But this banging, it was loud. It would seem like it was coming from everywhere at once. The walls would literally vibrate. Picture frames would be rattling right off the walls. It was like there was something massive, stronger than a human being pounding on the outside of our walls. Always late at night, and always in more places than just one. I could never pinpoint the source directly. My brother and I stumble out of our bedrooms petrified, and my mom would lead us to her room, where we would all stay after that. My dad would walk the perimeter of our property with his gun, but never found anything. This happened probably for about six months, and every time a major event would happen, my dad would walk the perimeters with his rifle, and come back with nothing to show for it. 
we felt like we were going insane. Then suddenly, as quickly as it all started, it just stopped. The mutilated animals stopped appearing. I stopped feeling like I was being watched at any time that I would go outside. My dog stopped being so on edge every time I took them out, and the property itself seemed to feel lighter, like it finally took a deep breath after holding it in so long. I genuinely have no explanation or clue as to what that creature, being, entity, or whatever was. I'm just glad it seems to have moved on. When I was just a little kid, I lived in the backwoods of Minnesota in a very old house placed smack dab in the middle of the woods, farmland, and next to a lake. Oftentimes, you could hear sounds of nature, and as you know the state of Minnesota, we had 11 native tribes. Nature there sounded like owls, growls, animals, wind, and sometimes, if you listen closely, waves. I had a very bad relationship with my family and often ran away from home. My mom and I got into a huge fight one night, and so I ran away. In the middle of the night, that was my biggest mistake. I ran to the edge of the water. The lake was surrounded by woods on the side my house was located on. On the other side was where all the docks were located. After I calmed down a bit and took a few breaths, I stopped breathing so heavily, and then I heard it. A breath similar to mine. I whipped around to see what it was, but there was nothing there nothing but trees, and got caught in the back of my throat. When my dad was still alive, he often told me stories as he was Navajo, but I always thought that it was just a story in order to make me behave. I remembered every story that he told me. The second I heard the breathing, a chill ran down my spine. I turned around and back to the water where a shadow ran across my eyesight. I was so freaked out that I ran as fast as I ever could. I ran towards home, and behind my footsteps I could hear something heavier than me running behind me very closely. I never turned around. I never looked back. That thought never even crossed my mind. I was so afraid that when I got to the stairs of my house, I tripped and fell, and then scraped the hell out of my knee. But I crawled up. I reached the handle, got inside, and locked the door behind me. The last thing I ever heard from it was, I wish you would just listen. From the other side of the door... It sounded like my mom's voice, but it was broken up and sounded like radio static. I have never seen this thing, heard it, or felt its presence before, but I will never run off at night ever again. If anyone has any idea what this creature is, please let me know in the comments. Thanks for tuning in to these creepy and allegedly true cryptid encounter horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button, as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this gets, the more YouTube promotes it in the algorithm, and that's very helpful. If you're listening to this on iTunes or another podcast platform, please give this a 5-star rating as it's genuinely appreciated. If you're new to the channel, why not join us? Hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications to never miss a new upload as I upload them every single day just about on all things natural and supernatural. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future video, whether it's an encounter with a cryptid or something else, please send it in at swampdweller.net 
or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you guys are on the go and don't have YouTube Premium, but still want to listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories no matter where you are, you can download them absolutely free from iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and pretty much everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. And like I said, it's absolutely free and always will be. If you would like to support the Swamp outside of hitting that like button, subscribing, and giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes, maybe check out the merch store. I have everything from face masks, hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Another thank you to today's sponsor at Taser.com. Be sure to use code SWAMPED to save yourself 15%. Also, let me know what story was your favorite tonight in the comments down below. I'd love to know. I'll see you guys soon with another creepy video.